All right, guys, welcome to the Crestcore Real Estate Hour. I am your host, Dean Harris. I'm with my faithful partner, Mr. Dan Butler. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Um, welcome to the show today. Um, if you're listening live, welcome live. If you're listening later, I hope uh, your day is going well. Today, we're going to talk about how to improve. I'm sorry, that's last week's show. Last week was how to improve your cash flow and your rental properties. We posted that on our YouTube channel and on the Facebook page, so be sure to go check those out. If you guys have any questions about anything we talk about today or a past show, send us an email, dean at crestcore.com. Dan is dan at crestcore.com. Uh, send us in any ideas you got for shows, anything you want to hear, talk about, uh, and especially if you have any questions, uh, make sure you send an email to us. Uh, check out our website, www.crestcorerealty.com. All of our active listings are posted there. A little bio about myself and our team is on there. Um, so be sure and check that out um, when you can. Today we're going to talk about from lipstick on a pig to turnkey rentals. Um, big, big topic now because of w what is selling mm -hmm. and where it's selling. a lot of lipstick going on. A lot of lipstick <laughs> going on, uh, and I, and I'll tell you. It used to be a lot of lipstick going on and no, not much turnkey. But I'll, mm -hmm. I'll tell you, there's a lot of lipstick and a lot of true turnkeys that are popping up. Right. I mean, right. I've, I've got, I've got several turnkey providers um, that are still providing their product, and then we've mm -hmm. got wholesalers that have now switched over to completely redoing a home right. um, the way that it probably should have been done from the very beginning. Right. So I'm seeing way more. You know, I guess what I'm trying to explain is there is a there is a ton of crappy rehab jobs out there right now, yeah. and there's a ton of really solid ones. There's not a whole lot of in between. Yeah, I agree with that. You're seeing either either garbage rehabs or really good quality ones, and not much in between. What about? Uh, are you hearing people talk about wholetailing a little bit more? Yeah, that's that's kind of been around. I mean, that's a popular. It's been around, but it's not been around, really but Memphis. not a ton of what they're doing. I mean, that, that's kind of what I mean. The lipstick is the whole tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and some are doing it right, and some are not. And that's kind of the the navigation path that you've got to go down and figure out what is a good job and what is not a good job. So you know, I think that's I don't know. We we should probably uh, next time we have the show like what's what's below a lipstick on a pig because wholetailing is probably it's literally that's clean it definition. Clean it, clean the yard, and get out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Make sure it's just clean and, and that's get it out and, and get just out hoping for the i mean i talked to a guy yesterday that uh wants to do some lending with us and he was saying that he used to would just hold a wholesale house and make this house he's talking about he would he's like normally i just make 30 grand but i think i can make 60 by wholetailing it just by closing on it and then getting it uh moved right after close that's what i want people to be cautious about yeah you know i'm, I'm not saying that uh, buying one of those is the worst thing in the world, but I am saying that um, you need to be very careful of the price you're paying and the rehab mm -hmm. amount that's on there. So let, let's dive into this a little bit. Yeah. Rent, a rental rehabs, it's, it's totally different from a retail, as as we most of us know. I mean, you go to your retail home, it's nailed down hardwood, mm -hmm. it's granite or Corian or whatever the new fad is for countertops, right. you know, replacing bathrooms and uh, updated light fixtures and so on, new roofs. I mean, like the whole thing for residential retail flip, th those are the things you're, ne you're needing to do. Now, you know, for our rentals, yep, 
We've got a list of things uh, here that, that we need, and safe is one of them. What are some of the other things that you think about? Yeah, we talked about clean, habitable, yeah. up to code, you know, up to section eight. Yeah. You know, kind of left that out, but I think that's that's key. We have this the checklist. We know what to expect, like one window per door. Uh, room has to open and stay open. You got to have bars you can't have on can bars. You got to have butterfly locks, you yep. know, stuff like that. So, um, and then the majority of it spent on, you, in your references, just the low maintenance. So, yeah. As you've gone through this, what do you think? What are some of the low maintenance items you think about? What comes to mind? The well, first thing is carpet. I can't have carpet anywhere in any mm-hmm. rental because um, you're you're certain to have to replace it. Yeah, probably in twelve months. I mean, yeah. realistically, if the tenant moves out, you're going to want to replace it. If they stay, you can probably keep it. But uh, carpet, you know, I go through now on mine and replace every faucet. Mm-hmm. Um, on a turn or just. I guess this is we're talking about like if you buy something and you're making it a rental rehab, right? Yes. Yeah. So I I, I replace all the faucets because yep. for whatever reason those are maintenance requests. Uh, those are popular for maintenance requests. Faucets. I, I've I've taken your advice over the years and gotten rid of every garbage disposal mm-hmm. and I'm putting in the. I just had that discussion today, guys. Did like, you? you don't do dis- uh, disposals. Like, no, man. Yeah. You have to have that conversation with the tenant. She might not like it, but it is what it, it is. It is what it is. We ain't doing you got a that. trash can. Just throw it right. in and get it out. So. I uh, do the P-traps. Mm-hmm. I, I always make sure that I check electrical outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's an outlet that doesn't work in a room, you can bet the tenant's going to find it, and you can bet they're going to call you to, to come get it oh, to yeah. work. So um, those are some of the little things. What about you? You know, try to do, eliminate fans. People, you know, people like to put fans because they, they help circulate the air, and I, I'm, I'm fine with that if the tenant wants to do it. But, like, it just – they always get broken. I say always. A high percentage of the time. That's a kids a high, kids hit the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you've heard me like the cookie monster. Like, I don't know how on a turn, every time you go in a vacant house, literally, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, I don't like absolutes, but say 90% of the time you go in and there's no globes. Uh, that is where what do they do with those and they chomp them up and eat them. I don't, you know what they do. I know what they do. They, the light bulb goes out. They need light. They go change the bulb, but they're too lazy to go put the to put the glow back, back up, up, which is literally like two screws on the side or three sometimes. But, um, but so why would I want to put a fan on if you can't even take care of the a globe. light globe? You know, yeah. Uh, dishwasher, we talked about that. Um, folding doors versus regular doors. You know, you don't want this bifold. This, this, you know, right now what I do, and it's rent. They rent. I mean, I just leave if I have a bifold door. You just pull it out. I just pull it out. I just, just finally just the, started doing that. The, and leave the just closet open. exposed. You know, and what you see when you get on the turn, you come in and normally they'll put like a, a black sheet up or something like that. Yeah. You know, if they want. Sometimes just they leave it open. So yeah. uh, people like that access and all that stuff. So yeah. the bifold doors is a huge problem because you got the piece at the bottom and the piece at the top and just, you know, slamming and... <laughs> Dang yeah. door! <laughs> um, <laughs> Just pull them all off. You know that's you know, coming. Putting knobs on cabinets. I probably was, you know, against this early on, but I would say I'm for it now. Does it just protect the cabinet? Yeah, just all the grease and stuff, getting to be able to pull it and, and closing yeah. it, and the faucet sprayers. No way. I plug that little hole in the faucet or the kitchen sink. <laughs> take that sprayer out because that sprayer always breaks. Shed or no shed? No shed. Period. Even if I it's leave in good it. condition. Yeah, I leave it till it's bad. And then you yank it and you never yeah. replace it. And you, normally it's something that somebody's lived there for years. 
and you come back to your shed. I mean, I, you know, there's one in Fraser I just uh, just cleaned up, and it was a couple pieces of fascia and one wall to clean and paint the door. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, a couple yeah. hundred bucks. But, like, if you told me the thing was leaning just and it's, you know, $2,000 to get it straight and tightened and painted, and no, nah. nah, it's not worth it because most people don't use them. You go and look at a rental. It's almost a dead expense. That's that's a great way to say that. That's a dead expense. Because you're never going to get, if you spent the 1500 to get it back, no one's going to pay you an extra $25 a month because there's a shed. They're going to pay the market rent. Correct. Trees, you know, that's another one. Um, as you're thinking about rental rehabs, like I have a, a rule of a 10-foot sphere. Okay. So think of a house. You just put your hand out 10 feet. You can't put your hand out, but yeah. a pole. <laughs> yeah. Go, go gadget arm. Yeah. A 10 foot and just say, I'm because, because you think about a tenant lives there two to three years, that branch isn't going to make its way back to that roof. No. Because the majority of time roofs are messed up because of rubbing leaves, junk on the, you know, the roofs. Gutters is another one. I need to write that on that one. Gutters is a good one to, to talk through. I can't stand gutters. It's, you need the drip edge. Yeah. And again, anybody wants to email us, we can, you know, or call us about this stuff, but yeah. just a little piece of metal that, and, or shingles need to, you know, overhang for, I think that's, I don't, don't hold, I'm not a licensed roofer. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's a licensed roofer, that's a misnomer, but. Yeah. I, you, <laughs> you, there is no. I love seeing that on the roofer's license and bond. It's like, oh, there is no license, but anyway. Yeah. About an inch and a quarter or maybe half an inch. I can't remember the number. It's a, it's got it's got to hang over. Like yeah. if, you, if you, it's right on the edge. You need to, to fix that. Another piece. You need another piece. You need to adjust that and get it fixed. But if it's overhanging, you know, half inch or inch, you should, should be, be fine. fine. It's going to roll off and it's going to fall to the ground. But yeah. gutters, you know, I had one three weeks ago. The, the roof was leaking and half the problem was they were just, uh, stuff was in the gutters and they had trees growing out of the gutters, you know, like little <laughs> acorns. And they're that, not, I guess, and, and to fully explain, like if you yeah. can imagine a corner of a, of a house, uh, you, you, trees, leaves come down, it's, it's clogged up on that corner, mm -hmm. water comes down, well then it can't drain and get out and it's eating up the roof and it's eating up the wood. Yep. And over a period of time, you can't expect your tenant to clean that out. They're not yep. going to. So, yeah, no, gutters, uh, you can remove gutters. Yep. Sewer line is a big one. You know, like if you got trees... You know, yeah. that's something to really consider. You need to really watch where your sewer line is, especially when you're buying. Yeah. Like, where's that sewer line related to any trees in the area? Yeah. So my personal house, my new house that from two years ago, like, they all had trees and they all had sewer issues because the roots got in there because they got that clay. Here we did that clay pipe. Yep. Terracotta, clay, or whatever it's called. Um, and it gets eaten it's up. It's just getting eaten up, and the, the roots bust through there, and it's just a constant issue. Yes. Um and the big one, another one for, for me is just sealing around that fascia and soffit. Yeah. You don't want any holes. No. That's where water gets in. That's where animals get in. That's where it rot and decay. Because you've got a little hole now, or say it's this big, by the time you get it on the next turn, it's, it's the this whole big. Thing. It's a hole. Then you, you got a hole. Then you got rafters underneath. You got joists and, you know, all kinds rot. of this. Yep. Plywood, yeah. all that stuff. So. so there's different levels of rehab that we've talked about. Yep. And, and um, you know, when we say the word lipstick on a pig, I mean, you're looking at something that is a grand or less, 2500 or less. Mm -hmm. um, you know, cut the grass, yep. spot paint, paint the walls, walls, and wipe everything down and yep. really be done with it. I don't, you know, unless the tenant left the home in great condition to begin with, mm -hmm. it, that seems like a very difficult, um, or it seems like you're kind of putting yourself behind the eight ball a little bit because you know something's going to happen. 
you're going to get eat up with, with back maintenance. Back end costs. Yeah, I mean, and I've told the story on this a hundred times, but the first one I bought in Battlefield, I did the same thing. I had yeah. 8,500 rehab. I took it down to 6,000, and next thing you know, the six, nine months later, I'm, I'm eat up with. You had several thousand worth of work orders. Several thousand. Because yeah, anytime any vendor, whether it's our sister company or anybody else, it's, it's you know, $100 to show up. Period. You know, just, and they're going to work for an hour. That's another that's fifty. Right. So I mean, it's one hundred fifty bucks to change a lock or to right. change a light bulb. I mean, like it just yeah. is what it is. So yep. yes, I got eaten up with that. I, and I tell you, out of all the houses I've bought since then, I've never made that mistake again. Yep. If the rehab came back and is what it is, and I couldn't pay it, then I just didn't buy the house because mm. I know for a fact Moved it's going to kill me. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's just going to kill me. You know, I think you're going to have to move it, like you said. And then the other part of that is the flip side. How's the tenant feel moving into a house that's got lipstick on a pig? You know, like right. It might look presentable, but when they get in there and they start using stuff, you know. They're going to start calling you. Battlefield was wearing you out. You know, she was not going to stop until no. you fixed her stuff. No, I mean, and I'll tell you what, it, it is, I, that is, you know, which in turn I'm then wearing y'all out. It's like, what did I do wrong? And you're like, you know, I, I told you a hundred times <laughs> what you did wrong. So I, I, I have admitted that a million times, and it, and it is the worst thing in the world. Please don't, just don't buy it. Yeah, just don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it if you can't. If it's eight grand in rehab and you can only afford five, mm-hmm. and you, the three thousand dollars there is guaranteed to be stuff you need to fix. Yeah. That's too big a gap. If you need to say five hundred, okay. But if it's three grand, four, whatever it is, you're gonna, you're going to have rehab or maintenance calls come in on the back end of that. Yep, for yep. sure. Um, so that's lipstick on a pig. That, yep. That's very low, very minimal. Um, it, the house better be in an excellent condition. What's the next thing we talk about after lipstick on a pig? You know, just full, you know, um, mid-grade the rehab. That's kind of be your next, you know, level up. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of right before the full rehab slash turnkey rehab, as people call it. You know, you're, you're painting and possibly spot painting where you can. Yep. And that's something probably to tangent off of a little bit. Two, two tricks of the trade that, that I think I've learned over the years is try to keep the same paint every turn yeah color everything everything white trim when did you start that pretty early on just yeah. using the same stuff same stuff yeah i mean we used a, a kind of a khaki brown for a while now we're into a you know some grayish color and um it's always been an alabaster white that's never really changed so yeah. you can you know spot paint you know uh trim you can you know th- those walls you need to wall to wall yeah usually and you walk in a house it's 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 half the time it's just that ring where like the couch was or a piece of furniture was. That's yeah. that's your main issue. So it's wall to wall. The other walls are okay now unless they're dirty and people put their hand kids and put their hands over. But do you use satin paint? I think we use eggshell. So it's kind of a blend. Can you, know? you four oh nine that? You can. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not as good as the satin. Yeah. You know, uh as far as getting that stuff off. So, so that's kind more of expensive on the front end. If you want to try to 409 your walls yeah. down, you can without having to paint them. Flat, they say, is the best for spot painting. Just FYI. you can't see But it, it gets dirtier faster. Quicker. You know, um, yeah. and you can't wipe. That's the thing. Like, you got this. Not flat paint, you might as well be wiping the drywall. Yeah, you, you need to be. You got to paint. You got to paint that. Yeah. You can't. It's yeah. hard to wipe down, spray it and wipe. It won't work. No. So there's just a balance. Um, <laughs> you could be digging into that drywall. Yeah. But one thing that, that I have learned that's really helped me in the last six months is I do a deep clean walls, trim, everything before I start the rehab. Really? I don't know if I should have told you that secret, but <laughs> that's right. Deep? Do you really? Yeah. I spend a hundred bucks. Why is that? Because you, you, you think you, you discover things that you might not have to do. Well, you see it better. And, you know, 
say, do this next time. Walk yeah. in, you'll say, man, I think the trim might need to be painted. And you get her to mop it down. Yeah. You know, get a cleaning company to mop it down. Mm. And all of a sudden it's like, Maybe not. that trim's actually good. You know, I just need to touch up where they hit the nick here and nick here. So your paint cost can go down several hundred bucks just by doing that. So it's worth it's worth me to throw the ro- now. If you walk in the house, you're like, man, these people were the nastiest thing that I've had in a while. Don't even worry, don't about, even worry about the clean. I don't. I'm I'm not saying. Yeah. You know, it's. But if it's if it's if it's in decent shape and it just looks dirty, maybe go ahead and clean that. You can discover yeah. that you might not have to paint. Something. Correct. What else do you? Is it just paint that you're trying to avoid there? Anything else that that comes to mind? Because this is good. Yeah, I, I'd probably this is the paint because that's your biggest cost. Yeah. You know, so if you can get that cost down from a thousand to seven hundred, yeah. You know, even that hundred dollars you spent cleaning it, you still are ahead two hundred. Yeah. Just yeah. in that, so two hundred times, you know, does. And it might of, turn out that you need to paint it, but I mean, right. at least you're at least that's you're right. kind of rolling the hundred dollar dice. Now, I negotiated. What I do is like a hundred dollars on the front end, and fifty on the back. So I don't rely on the contractors to to clean it. I pay fifty bucks, have them go back for two hours, mop everything. Yeah. So, pretty much. If you got it all clean and you got what's left, it's either paint and then it's like putting up a couple of light fixtures and blinds. You're not like, you know, and again, I'm not going to do this when like there's sheetrock work everywhere. Because it doesn't matter. It, you got to paint it anyway. Right. So that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah. when you walk in a house, the walls are solid. Yeah. You know, even like nail holes and stuff, you're going to mud them, put a little mud, yeah. you know, replace the nail and, and paint yeah. over it. So you're not creating a bunch of mess is my point. Yeah. So you just need that $50 clean. Wipe down all the countertops. She's, she's already... Your, your main thing is like she's already cleaned the toilets. She's already cleaned those tubs. Again, kind of like that tub thing. Do I have to epoxy it? Yeah. Redo it? Or can I, is it, That's oh, bad. wow, she was she soaked it while she was there, cleaned it, and now I see what I got. So I guess now that I'm talking through things. it a little, there's several things. The sinks, the toilet, and the tub, those are probably three that, and the countertop too, like, you know. Your kitchen t- countertop, you walk in, you see these stains. Mm-hmm. You know, how bad is it after she puts a little, you know, elbow grease and some forward on or whatever she uses? That's, this is good. Deep so. clean before rehab, sinks, tubs, baseboard. Yep, baseboard, walls. I, you know, I, I asked them not to spend hours wiping down walls, but if there's a mark on one wall, just, hey, can we try to rub that down and get that clean. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. So Versus painting the whole thing for a thousand bucks. Yep. So anyway, back to the mid grade, we, we digressed a minute. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, clean the yard, trees, yep. bushes, gutters. I mean, it, it's, yep. it, it's amazing what you can do in the appearance of the home to a tenant when yep. you can just do some of the small stuff, blinds, smoke detectors where they're needed. What's the, what's the rule? What's the, we're doing one smoke detector per bedroom and then one by the furnace. And then one car, if it's gas, then we do a carbon monoxide detector 18 inches off the floor right by the furnace. Okay. So that's, and I will tell you that, you know, for our listeners that are clients, like those three are there for a purpose. Yeah. They're to save lives and to keep you from getting sued. End of story. Yeah. So I've gotten sued on carbon monoxide. This has probably been 15 years ago, but like. Really? Yeah. So your, your chambers or your, you know, you say your chambers in the heater look like they're just tubes. Yeah. Sometimes they get cracks down the middle. And so that's releasing, that's allowing carbon dioxide. Instead of going through the channels and going up through the vent, it's allowing it to release into the air inside your house. Yeah. And so it's a silent, it's a non-smoke. Silent killer. Yeah, it's a silent killer. So people start feeling nausea and all this stuff. And yeah, fortunately I had one incident where that happened. So anytime in a furnace is on the margins, I go ahead and replace it. So just a key. That's another good so, one. So again, I think we're, we're going deeper on this, but like 
I'm always thinking about what's, what can happen in six months, a year, two years, because the statistics are something's going to happen to you. So, <laughs> you know, if you got a furnace that's 25 years old and they're telling you it's marginal and, hey, well, you can replace this control board for 450 or furnace the whole thing for 1400 I'm doing the 1400 brand new, 10-year warranty, move on. It's 800 bucks more, but, you know. <laughs> it's better than being sued. It's better than being sued. That's the point. Like, anytime you get sued, ask your attorneys or ask your insurance. It's a $5,000 deductible period. period, no matter on that liability policy. I haven't seen a liability policy that's not 5000 bucks. You ever given a lawyer retainer and gotten any of that back? No. Okay. <laughs> Neither of five. Neither of you, yeah. Not Got some one. experience with that. Uh, yeah, I'm divorced, so I have definitely given a lawyer some retaining Retainer, money yeah. and, and not one. They didn't hand it back? They didn't say, hey, oh, I'm sorry. We were <laughs> yeah. we were five hours less than okay. what we thought. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's $20,000 back. I'm sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Boy, I could, that's a whole nother... That's a whole other show we could do. Yeah. Blinds, uh, smoke, we said that. Fixed broken outlets, faucets, lights. You heard me say yeah. that earlier, man. I, the outlets is is a killer. I mean, yeah. I, that's a re- <laughs> I'm guilty of that recently. <laughs> yeah, I hate to admit that, but I am. Within two years, I mean, not recently, uh-huh. like six months, but a couple of years ago, I had I had one. Um, I didn't check the outlets, and I and, and 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 not only did I not do it once, I forgot on the next one and didn't do it again, and then I've I've got outlets. So now on my check, I created my own checklist. Oh, cool! For my rehab guys, I created yep. my own thing. Outlets is huge mm-hmm. on there, every single one, and they can test it. It takes them five seconds. There's like right. something they stick in there to yeah, test it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's go. So that's yeah. So outlets. the pros What's next, you get yeah. Just you're you're not too much out of pocket. Yeah. Um, you're able to get market rent. It presents well. You've addressed most of the glaring issues. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the con is there's still opportunity for um, some work orders. Yeah. Because everything's not new. You've, you've yeah. tested, but it's not new. Still doesn't mean a fuse right? can't blow and you've got to right. do it again. Um, faucets, you've tested. Drains, you've tested. So yeah. one thing people don't really realize is on a turn or a new rental, you know, that house hadn't been lived in heavily usually for some, some time, yeah. you know? And so, and then when you're in there for a vacant house and you're trying to do that rent ready, you're not, um, living, you're not living in it. So your dishwasher's not going on at the same time as your, you know, hot water heater for the shower and like all this water, you don't see these issues. Does that make sense? Like, yes. so that's, that's the downside of the mid grade re- rehab. So, and most people, if you know, I might suggest if you're going to stick to that mid grade rehab, you might want to hire a licensed home inspector to come check out the yeah. house. Because of those things right there, they do. When, an, yeah. when a home inspector comes in, they turn on the dishwasher, they flush every toilet, they go through all these things. Yeah. So, I mean, it might they have, have a process to protect you. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So now, now we go from lipstick on a pig, mid-grade rehab. Now we're talking about a full-blown. And, yep. And I would, we, I would say just, just say mid-grade. I would say that's probably the most common in the burst strategy. Really? You think so? I would think somewhere between mid to full. Yeah, so there's definitely. I mean, we're going to name some things in here in the full yeah. that I don't do when I burr, but I but I also do more than the more mid. than this mid. Yeah. So I guess so you're right. It's kind of right right in between. Then you're getting into like, you know, uh, and all of this really, to be honest with, like, is, is your subjective opinion? Oh, this is not a mandatory. This is not or mandatory. Standard. Right. This, this is, is what just we're what we're seeing and what we see. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so anyway. full paint on a full rehab, yep. all new plumbing, including water heater, faucets, and toilets. I mean, so I. Okay, so this would be a good exercise that they can listen mm-hmm. to us do. So full paint, I do, I check. Yep. All new plumbing, including water heater faucets, check. I do that on every one. 
replace all the outlets and switches. Check. And you can stop me if you yeah. do, if you don't or disagree. Replace any flooring and hard. Replace um, any flooring with hard surfaces every single time. Yep. New roof, not every no. time. <laughs> no. Uh, new HVAC, not no. every time. New cabinets, not no. every time. So now, if I go in there and the roof needs it, I'm budgeting it. Yeah. If the HVAC is what's my I kind of, if it's older than five, if it's older than seven, yeah, I'm I'm going to pull it and replace it because. In three years, it's coming, and that's an out-of-pocket because mm-hmm. the way that I'm buying, I'm buying with the bank's money and using the bank's money right. to rehab and then, and then re- running it back into a permanent. So I don't want in four years 4500 bucks to hit me. I would say, and this, again, this is all opinions of your, yours and mine. I'd say early on I would go that strategy. As you get bigger, as you're getting 20, 30, say you're getting to 50 units, for example, yeah. you'll look back and say, all right, that HVAC, I can actually cover that with cash flow. Yes, you so, can. So, yeah. I, me personally, I want the, the basis, my debt, to be as low as possible. Yeah. So, I'd rather, and again, it's roll the dice. So, I'm not saying one's, you know, it's right or personal wrong. Preference. Personal preference. Like, put put the HVAC in the loan or just know that you'll have 50 rentals and you'll have, you know, thousands of dollars of maintenance, you know, reserves, and you pay for that HVAC when it comes up. So, How many HVAC units do you have in storage right now? Window units, 20-something. How many condensers do you have? I don't have? have any condensers, yeah. <laughs> I would. I used to have a trailer full. Of Back, just condensers, yeah. right? Trailer. I bought a trailer, 1500 bucks. one of those big truck trailers. I put them on one of my you know lots. And, you know, I think that was when it was everything was R22. But now it's 410A. Who knows if the government might, might change from something else for 410. It re- we really got messed up. So, like, I had one this week where the condenser's out but it's an 08. So normally it would just be a switch out of the condenser, but no, I got to replace that a coil because the 410A is more pressure on the system than the R22. So your costs go up. The government just caused our cost to go because of that, that change. So the ones on your trailer are no good anymore. Yes. I had to stop. I just like, I can't, you know, the R22, especially the R22. I just, I finally, I had to junk them, you know, at some point when I was down to, you know, because you can't use them anywhere. Mm Mm-mm. Because the Freon got to be, you know, it was, I think it was a couple hundred bucks a pound or something like that. So, like, you're talking about eight, nine, hundred plus to just to fill a, a comp- Freon. Freon. God, just Whereas the 410 was, you know, say 15, 20, I don't know what it is right now, probably 25, 30 bucks, something like that, a pound. Yeah. So, and there's eight pounds on an average three ton system. So, it's a lot of Freon. So, especially when you have a pinhole leak and that all leaks out and. Anyway, so, so just, uh, I guess, you know, if I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards new, you know, I mean, yeah. I, it's going to, it takes a, a really good looking unit for me to not replace, replace. it. Good looking and yeah. new and all that, not to replace it. So the, the, the roof, HVAC and cabinets can be, you know, just depending on the house, yep. but you, of course you need a budget for them. The cabinets are, you can easily paint that and kind of replace those, but the HVAC and the roof, and, and I try just with me, I, I try to cover those things like. I try to put a new roof on. Like I go and look and say, man, mm. let's get a new roof. Yeah. Cause that is going to cause you trouble later if you don't, yeah. especially I, if you're keeping it for the long. Yeah. And that's a whole nother, we, we've talked about roofs a ton, but I've kind of switched from where I would do <laughs> I patches to half roofs to, <laughs> I've just kind of said, you know what? Forget this. Forget this. I'm kind of the same way with HP. Like just, just get it fixed. And I don't want to hear about this roof for another 30 years. Like, you know, yes. you're one and done yeah. versus the patching is kind of guesstimating yes. in my opinion. I think it's coming from here. 
from Best Guest. The next thing you know, it three you months know. later, it's leaking again. Now, where did it come from? If it's the boots, you know, or certain yeah. pieces that they can really pinpoint, yeah. I'm okay with that. But like, other than that, if I'm, you're I'm not a hundred percent sure, I I bet I've, I don't I need to count it up. I've done probably four or five. I bet I've done ten roofs in the last three months. Have you really? Mm-hmm. Brand new, all the whole all roof? brand new. Yep. How does that feel, Dan? Not yeah. <laughs> liberating i feel so good <laughs> to drop 50 grand on roofs <laughs> yeah that uh did one yesterday and probably got another one come next week so i, I just if it's marginal i'm just you know Replacing upgrading it. it but yeah and it hurts your cash flow but like you're done for third you know 25 years as yes. long as you do what we told you to do in the you know the mid-grade and to seal have, that off seal it off and just keeping the branches away and keeping the tr- the junk and getting your gutters yeah, off. Yeah, I can't think of anything more horrible than putting a brand new roof on and not cleaning the branches off around yeah. it. I mean, you might as well just not even do it. Correct. So, uh, all right, let's talk about some of the pros and cons for a yeah. full turnkey rehab. Some of the pros, very marketable, best on the street. It's going to pop. It's going to yes. stand out because you're paint. Most of our guys that we know do turnkey paint the brick as yes. well. We didn't talk about that, but like it's full paint inside and out. So yes. it pops and people have their standards. They know. We know certain people's houses, you know, just by the colors. Just by going by there. Um, but tame higher rent sometimes. Yep. I mean, if you're going with a full turnkey rehab, you can definitely yep. increase that rent. 50, sometimes 100 bucks in some areas. Yeah, um, and my only, cap, only thing I'd point out there is, like, just make sure if it does have a higher rent that it's sustainable. Meaning the tenant there's, or there's the market? The market. Yeah. You know, make sure it's on the high end. Don't – so, uh, and I'm saying this, this is a total tangent, but a red flag would be, like, Market rents a thousand, and your you know your person sold it to you, and it's twelve fifty. Yeah, you're probably going to be closer to a thousand on that turn. I see what you're saying. Be careful because, because the seller placed a tenant at a really high, high number to, to it's make brand his brand new and making his numbers you know look good on the yield because you know a thousand dollar rent for a hundred thousand dollar house versus. Twelve fifty rent for a hundred thousand. The yield looks totally different. So you look like you got a better investment. And blah, a tenant's blah, blah. lived there for a year or two or whatever. Right. Now it's not a turnkey, brand new turnkey anymore. Yeah. So you're back down to a thousand dollars. We don't have this. We we used to partner with some turnkey guys, and that was that was always a rub, you know, that we had. That's just like, hey man, I don't know if I can get that rent. Oh, you can get that. You know, okay, you know, like yeah, I did because it's a brand new home. It's like saying, hey, you right. can sell this Honda for fifty, you know, twenty grand because right. it's brand new. Well, two years later, it's, it's not brand new anymore. It's That's not right. brand new. Same yeah. nice car, but still not brand new. Yep. No, I'm with uh, you on that. Uh, how? Let's see. Warranties and on major items, your roof and your HVAC and all Plumbing, that. Yeah, yeah water heater. Six years on water heater. Um, Ten years on HVAC. Roof is five, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's. That's parts only. Labor is usually not included in your warranty, but still that, that drops. covers that a lot. Yep. Uh, low maintenance issues uh, at move-in, happy tenant, and then yep. it feels better to an out-of-state uh, passive owner to have this essentially brand-new home. This is why this one's so popular. Like This is, this is the best thing for a passive investor out-of-state. Yeah. If, because i say it every time because all the other issues that you deal with with a tenant with collections and all that stuff like if you can eliminate the 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 maintenance piece yeah it's gonna feel a lot better to that client now i'm not saying turnkey property i'm saying turnkey rehab Rehab, yeah Yeah, there are a turnkey property all these things are mandatory they just replace them it's all brand new i'm not necessarily saying that and i think you're not either i think what you're saying is if the full turnkey rehab Meaning, yeah. if it needs to be replaced, replace it. If it doesn't, leave it. Is yeah. kind of what we're suggesting. What are yeah. some of the the, the uh, cons that you've got for for the cool turnkey? Very expensive. You know, roof. You know, you're going to spend five grand. HVAC. Yep. You're going to spend forty five hundred. Three grand. to forty five hundred. Yep. 
depending on the tonnage, um, water heater is going to be 1000 plus. Yep. So right there. And then you got flooring is going to be three to four, depending on what you use. Um, yep. So, I mean, right there, you've added up five, three, you know, 12, 13,000 without even painting and faucets and cabinets. And so, so that's why I it's buy, 20. I buy, when I buy now, it's 20. You just said 20. I just say 20. Okay. I mean, I just don't, because I'm going to count a roof and HVAC as 10. Mm-hmm. And then I know I'm going to find 10 in flooring and paint and some other stuff. Right. I just count 20. 20. Yeah. And, and now if I go in there. And it's less, you'll, it's, you'll take it. Awesome. Got I count it. 20, though, just about every time. That's cool. Um, you know. One of my buddies that does turnkey for a living, he, you know, he always says that's the best that house will ever be. Who? What at the very beginning? Yeah, yeah when you do that turnkey, right. like so, just realize that as you're buying, it, it's the best it'll ever be. The tenants are going; they're not. It's not their house, so there is going to be wear and tear, and so it's going to. That's where I struggle with the numbers on turnkey and and spending all that money up front. Because not on the, the roof. It's going to come in and tear it up, right? They don't care that you mm-hmm. just read it all that stuff. Not all tenants, but as a general rule, but like there's it, the odds of you getting it torn up and having to spend thousands on a turn are still there. So I don't, we need to make sure, you know, we talked a lot about that. We've, we at Crestcore have tried to do lights versus fans, no disposals, hard surfaces, everything we can yes. to reduce, you know, um, back in maintenance costs. But I mean, I got one right now. I got to replace all the flooring in the house and we replaced it probably four or five years ago with, with hard surfaces but the tenants put water and let water seep in. You know what I mean? So now the subfloor is messed up and now it's soft and, yeah. you know, so just a disaster. Yeah. So anyway. Guys, this is great. I, um, this one's kind of a new show. Did you want to touch on any of this? No, no. Okay. Just, yeah. All right, guys, look, appreciate you listening today. Lipstick on a pig um, versus a turnkey rental. Uh, great topics, great advice, I mean, yeah. things that we've learned from over the years. So. Uh, shoot us an email if you have any questions. Dean at CrestCore.com, Dan at CrestCore.com, and then check out our website, www.crestcorerealty.com. We will be here next week. See you next Wednesday. <laughs>